Welcome to Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs, the podcast for busy and high-performing entrepreneurs and leaders who are looking to create more energy and optimize their health while upgrading their brain and personal performance with precision. I am your host, Julian Hayes II. I've been involved with health and performance for over a decade. This podcast was created for the high performer who is unapologetically ambitious, the one who moves at a fast pace and operates with an edge, the one who wants to become superhuman. Nothing here is fluff, gimmicky, or feel good. I have little to no interest in simply helping you improve your life. I want to help transform it. By listening to this podcast, expect to have a body that feels just as good as it looks. Expect to possess a swagger and style that gives off an infectious vibe. Expect to command a stage or any boardroom you walk into with your executive presence. And lastly, expect to become your most enhanced self so you can live a limitless life. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to another episode of Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Julian Hayes II. And this is part two of our introductory series on why we age and some simple measures that we can start to take on a daily basis to slow and if not, even reverse the aging process in itself. And if this is your first time tuning in, first of all, welcome and thanks for stopping by. I hope you get something from this episode to further stick around and also to go back and binge the previous episode, starting with part one of this series, where I discussed the initial four hallmarks of aging, which were genomic instability, telomere shortening, epigenetic alteration, and loss of proteostasis. And the nine hallmarks of aging can further be broken down into three categories. Those initial four mentioned were covered in part one, and those are considered the primary hallmarks of aging, and that serves as the foundational causes of our cellular damage. Now, this is like a foundation in a house, and in this sense here, it's this foundation that leads to these other causes of aging that will come into play inevitably and that we'll discuss today. So today's episode... We'll cover those other two categories, the antagonistic and integrative hallmarks of aging. So with, without further ado, let's get started diving into this next layer, which is our antagonistic hallmarks of aging. And so another way to think about these antagonistic hallmarks of aging is that they are the responses to the damage done by the initial four hallmarks. And this is why you might also hear them being described as response hallmarks or compensatory hallmarks. That, and this is because they're giving birth through the physiological damage that is accumulating over time um, throughout our aging process. And so the thinking here is if you can mitigate the initial four hallmarkers, then you'll be able to reduce these three hallmarkers in this category. And just as a big overview of what these hallmarkers are, um, in this category, it's three of them. The first one is dysregulated nutrient sensing. 
mitochondrial dysfunction, and cellular senescence. So let's dive into hallmark number five and the first of these response hallmarkers, and that is none other than dysregulated nutrient sensing. So as we grow older and we accumulate more trips around the sun, we can undergo various metabolic changes, and this all leads to the deregulated nutrient sensing. And we have multiple nutrient sensing pathways here, and this makes this ensures that our bodies take in just the right amount of nutrients, where it's not too much and it's not too little. But over time, as with the other hallmarks, the body is constantly being assaulted repeatedly, time after time after time. And this is going to lead to those key pathways not operating as effectively. And there's four main protein groups that I want to highlight here that could each probably warrant their own episode if you go into into the complete detail about them. But for today's purposes, I'm just going to give a very brief, high-level, cliff note version of each one of them. So those four groups are IGF-1, mTOR, sirtuins, and AMPK. So starting with IGF-1, which stands for insulin-like growth factor. This is going to inhibit your secretion of growth hormone through binding with a special receptor on the surface of a cell. Now, in a more practical way to think about this, and something that is equally important as as this is happening, this is also joining insulin in helping you manage your glucose. So simply think about this as being related to your blood sugar. So the next thing is mTOR. And that stands for mechanistic target of rapamycin. This senses your amino acids and is associated with nutrient abundance. And this is also, this is playing a huge part in helping you build new tissues and proteins. And then we have our sirtuins, which is being talked about more and more now in the news and in the online world. And these are simply a family of proteins that serve as a way to compact your DNA into its nucleus. So in a less biology high school class explanation here, when it comes to sirtuins, they're really valuable in terms of helping to detect when your energy levels are low by sensing the uh, coinciding increase of NAD. And the last one here is AMPK. And AMP activated kinase, this senses your AMP, which is adenine monophosphate, and ADP, which is adenosine diphosphate. And higher levels are beneficial while having less AMPK sensitivity due to cellular stress will lead to more oxidative stress, reduced autophagy, metabolic syndrome, inflammation, and more body fat among a host of other things. Now, in a super short summary of those four things that I just rattled off, think of it this way when we're thinking about longevity. You want to turn down the pathways of IGF-1 and mTOR, and you want to turn up the activity of your sirtuins, AMPK. So if we back up for a minute and look at this from a big picture standpoint, how does this nutrient sensing even become an issue in the first place? And I like to think of it this way. 
These metabolic activities can put stress on your cells. Eating too much, and in a lot of cases, eating the wrong nutrient composition over time can cause your cells to age faster. And for a possible solution with this dysregulated um, nutrient sensing, the first one is to fast. And the second one is to look into a form of caloric restriction. And when I say caloric restriction, I have to remind people sometimes that I don't mean to starve yourself when I say to restrict yourself from calories. It's not the same as starving yourself. And going back to the fasting, there are there are many types and many methods to fasting intermittently, each with their own benefits, each with their own philosophies and methods. But just to, as for me, I typically fast for maybe 12 to 14 hours on average. And so for the next hallmark here, it is mitochondrial dysfunction. And think of your mitochondria as like the battery pack of your cells. It's the creator of ATP. It's helping you break down nutrients along with helping you regulate your metabolism. And as your cells age over time, your mitochondria, they start to lose their integrity due to this buildup of free radical damage. And when you have a degradated, a less performing mitochondria that's functioning, this is going to lead to a decline in your cells and your tissues, along with an increase in a type of cell death that we know as apoptosis. So if your mitochondria is not being addressed, then rejuvenation and recharging your entire human system isn't going to happen. And when you have damaged mitochondria, you produce even more free radicals. This damages the mitochondria even further, which leads to a more weakened body and less energy on a daily basis. And last to mention, this damaged mitochondria leads to sluggish metabolism, which leads to a higher likelihood of weight gain. And this mitochondrial decline is going to become especially noticeable in tissues that require a high energy demand, such as your heart and your brain. And this is why when we hear brain fog, or at least when I hear brain fog, and brain fog in more practical terms is simply you're struggling with your attention, you're struggling with your focus, your concentration, you're having some delays with your cognition. And with all of those um, symptoms, it's a big sign that you probably need to work on boosting your mitochondria. And mitochondria, improving our mitochondria is it's not overly complicated. To start boosting our mitochondria, having healthy mitochondria, it's heavily lifestyle dependent first and foremost. For example, basic lifestyle behaviors such as a lack of quality and key nutrients is a big one. A lack of sleep, quality sleep at that excessive blue light exposure, exposure to environmental toxins, and stress that isn't under control, poor water control, not having enough water, high EMF exposure. These are things that can all negatively affect your mitochondria. But these are also all things that are completely 100% in your control. And on the other end, high quality sleep, exercise, intermittent fasting, cold showers, berberine, D-ribose, or even NMN can boost your mitochondria. So for the last of these response hallmarkers, 
Hallmark number seven is cellular senescence. So as your cells age, they will lose their ability to divide. And this ultimately, they become senescent. And so think of cellular senescence as a point where your cells, they stop dividing. And they stop dividing due to the damage that's accrued over time. Or they stop dividing for the lack of necessary supplies and parts. To put it another way, that you've been supplying with your body. And there's not enough parts to keep it going. These cells can become zombie cells. And they become zombie cells because they're not being removed. Now, when we're quote-unquote young, these young senescent cells that we have, they're cleared by our immune system. But once you become older, they stick around a little longer, and they ultimately start secreting molecules that lead to a reduction in tissue repair, an increase in chronic inflammation, really systemic inflammation across your entire body. And they can also lead to some other nasty illnesses and age-related diseases. And a random fact, as I was prepping a little for this episode and just refreshing my memory on some things, is that vascular aging, um, according to researchers, appears to be at least partially driven by the presence of these senescent cells, along with the aging of your skin. Now, a few things that you can do for your senescent cells right now. And as of now, there's, there's been positive results that I've seen, that I've heard from peers who have used them, along with um, reading through some literature that through products called Cinelinux. And these Cinelinux, though, I, I will say here, it's not like popping a, a daily multivitamin or popping a vitamin D capsule for 5,000 IU every day. So I would advise you definitely to work with someone who is familiar with them or has a little more knowledge on them. Because though you can buy these Cinelinux over the counter now, and I can share the brand that I recommend if you're interested through email, just reach out to me. But so I, I say all this because each Cinelinux has a different cell type target and it needs to be used in a strategic, a precise and an intermittent way. So an ideal protocol will, will leverage around three different Cinelinics and the body wants balance. The body wants homeostasis. So this is just a bigger encompassing lesson here. Not every supplement not every intervention is meant to be used 365 days of the year. Uh, more, more, and more is not always better. Sometimes you just need balance to keep that pendulum not swinging too far to the left and not swinging too far to the right. And so I digressed a little bit there, but it's important to remember that there's so many supplements out there. And when you hear these latest interventions and modalities, it's tempting to just grab them all and just to use them continuously. And not everything needs to be used that way. But back on topic here, that was the last, as I said, of the response hall markers. And now it's time for the last category here.
so the last category is the integrative hallmarks of aging. And these hallmarks incorporate the first two groups and lead to the functional decline that we ultimately see when it comes to aging. So the thought process here is if you stop the primary hallmarkers along with those response markers, then you'll have a cascade effect that is going to trickle down to improving these last two hallmarkers here. So hallmark number eight, the first of this category, is stem cell loss. Now, as you age, your stem cells eventually lose their ability to divide. And of course, this leads to an overall decline in your stem cells. And your body isn't able to replace these stem cells that have migrated, differentiated, or even died off due to this decline. And when you have this inactivity going down, from the outside, what this looks like, if we look in the mirror, you have more apparent signs of aging. And then what's likely to follow suit, unfortunately, is other age-related disorders and illnesses that come along with it. But before explaining why these stem cells ultimately decline, it's first important to get a basic understanding of why stem cells are even important. So just for a high-level overview of why stem cells are important, they're critical when it comes to your tissue repair, your immune functioning, your blood production, and many, many, many other important functions. And as for why they will decline, like most things, it's not just one thing. And you've probably noticed by now, not even just with this episode, but with a lot of previous episodes, that um, in this instance, these hallmarks, they're connected. And many of these interventions that come up, they benefit more than just one hallmark. Stem cell loss happens as a result of many of the other hallmarks of aging, including your DNA damage, dysregulated nutrient sensing, cellular senescence, and other degrading processes that are going on inside your body. And regarding stem cell loss and rejuvenation, this is actually an area that is relatively well-funded compared to most other areas in the health space and uh, regenerative medicine space. It's also one that people have at least heard of before. And besides the typical stem cell therapies that you hear about, Looking into mTOR inhibition will be a benefit due to it helping rejuvenate your stem cell functioning. Reducing inflammation along with your senescent cells is also an area of key importance when it comes to stem cells right now. And another area to look into, last but not least, is your NAD levels as they can also fight stem cell senescence. But remember, these NAD levels on their own will decrease as you age. So if you're removing these senescent cells, but you're not replenishing your NAD levels, then you're still not going to get optimal results. So when it comes to age rejuvenation and optimal health throughout the years, adopting a systems mentality becomes more and more of a necessity because all of these interventions are tied into each other. And besides our genetics, besides our current health and lifestyle, we'll need to put more emphasis on certain hallmarks more than others, which also is the reason why we need this systems mentality. This is true bioindividuality. 
So for the last hallmark here, hallmark number nine, altered intercellular communication. So this very last hallmark here, altered intercellular communication, it's kind of a mouthful, but it simply means it's the change in signals between your cells that can lead to some of the diseases and disabilities of aging. Now throughout this aging process, throughout these trips around the sun, these accumulated trips around the sun, the signaling environments of chemical messengers, messages across your entire whole body, they tend to become more inflammatory over time, which is going to inhibit your immune system, which can then potentially cause more muscle wasting, bone loss, and other harmful effects that is collectively being known as a process now as inflammaging. And inflammaging, when you hear that word now, it's persistent and it's a low-level form of inflammation, unlike the acute form that is short and very sharp and pronounced. This is more of a low-level and it's just sitting there, but it's still doing its damage, but it's just doing it over a longer duration. And so for a more specific example of this altered intracellular communication at work, let's look here. Think about your aging cells inside your organs. These aging cells inside your organs, they can start to wreak havoc on your body. And this can lead to changing the quality and even the quantity of the necessary hormonal instructions that's transmitted throughout your body. Here's another example to put an even more visual um, aid here. Let's look at your hypothalamus. So your hypothalamus is involved in numerous daily activities that you have, from eating and drinking to controlling your body's temperature to helping with your energy usage and maintenance to memorizing to stress control, also modulating your endocrine system through connections with your pituitary gland. Your hypothalamus is on the scene playing a role in all of these things going on. But when you have this aging hypothalamus, it can change neurohormonal signals, which in turn can affect your food intake, which in turn can affect also your metabolism. And since your hypothalamus also regulates your sleep cycles, these changes can also inhibit your DNA repair which further accelerates the aging even further. Now, the thing here, altered intracellular communication, it's mainly caused by other hallmarks, especially cellular senescence, since they are known to secrete these um, inflammatory, immunosuppressive, and other harmful mixtures that have been shown to encourage other neighboring cells to also become senescent. And that's the problem when these senescent cells are um, effectively zombie cells. They give off something called the bystander effect and other cells start to gravitate and become that as well. So in this case here, implementing Cynolinux is going to be a key driver in this hallmark right now. So as we land this ship here for a quick um, recap, the nine hallmarks of aging were genomic instability, telomere shortening, epigenetic alterations, loss of proteostasis, dysregulated nutrient sensing, mitochondrial dysfunction, cellular senescence, 
stem cell loss, and intercellular communication. If these names, if these concepts were completely new to you, this may feel like drinking from a fire hose and just a bunch of random things and facts thrown at you. But um, don't fret on that at all. Definitely don't fret on that at all. You'll hear a lot of these things a lot more in the coming episodes. You'll hear these from different guests that I'll have on as well. And so this will become secondhand knowledge as well. This was, once again, an introductory series providing a big, large overview for why we age right now. Now, steps you can take right now to slow the aging process down, to reverse the physical and mental age, it actually doesn't need to be as complicated as it may feel with um, so much going on. You know, first and foremost, basic lifestyle factors, such as getting an optimal amount of sleep, quality sleep here. So eight hours, getting eight hours of sleep is great, but what's the distribution of that eight hours? Sleep architecture is highly important because we need our REM sleep. We need our slow wave deep sleep. Those things matter. And then also eating in a way that is tailored to your unique biology and genetics. You know, it's 2020 now, and this should have been common sense, but it's still not yet, that we're all unique. We're 99.9% the same, but that point, that percentage that we're different is huge. There's not one right way to eat. There's a way that is optimal for us to eat that may not be the same for the person next to you. And the next thing is exercising. Exercising in a way that is also optimal for your unique biology. And another thing that is important as we're talking about lifestyle here is to balance your nervous system. Balance that autonomic, that flight or flight with the parasympathetic, the rest and digest. Most of us are highly sympathetically driven right now. We're always on. It's hard for us to turn off. It's hard for us to relax. So a lot of us, especially the entrepreneurs, the high-charging execs, the type A people, turning it off is much more important right now. Perhaps doing less is what you need right now so you can gain more in the long run. So this is all about step one. So after that, Now you can look into things such as your synalytics, your mitochondrial optimization. Mitochondrial optimization, some of that is actually going to happen by taking care of that basic lifestyle component. But to further optimize that mitochondria, now is this time to do it after that lifestyle component has been optimized. So you have your synalytics, you have your mitochondrial optimization, now you have your mTOR addressing that, optimizing your NAD levels. And for these last four mentioned specifically, besides these lifestyle interventions that we talked about, there are now supplements and now interventions that are easily available to help address the majority of these hallmarks. And most importantly, when I think about this, and this is the big takeaway that I hope you get as well from all this, even if you don't remember all the little details that I talked about over the last two episodes, we have the information now. And now we have opportunities. We have more control in our hands now to take our health, to take 
how we age more into our hands. And so we, now we have the opportunity to have a potential 60 plus years of optimal health, energy, and productivity so we can further impact the world in a positive way, along with living the good life, however that looks to you. And so as always, I highly appreciate you tuning in. Any questions, shoot me an email, hit me up on social. And until next time, stay awesome and be limitless. Peace. Peace.